la 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 Leonie Dawson refuses to be categorised. The podcast, the podcast, the podcast. Hello, hello, good humans. Uh, today I am doing another business success series. This is number, what is it? Number nine. Oh my God. We have talked about all kinds of things. Working out your ideal client, online networking and masterminding, how to sell more with blogging, how to grow a mailing list, how to grow your business using free opt-ins, how to understand search engine optimization, booking podcasts and interviews, social media, all the fucking things. You can go to leonidawson.com forward slash biz1, B-I-Z-1, and then you can go through all the lists. There has been companion worksheets for all of them and all kinds of good shit. So today I'm going to be talking about Facebook advertising and how to use it in your business. Now, as you know, full transparency, I don't use Facebook ads. I've done them at various times over the years. Last year, I did a fairly intensive experiment with them. 2020, no, it's 20, what year is last year? Look, 2020, we did the experiment, all right? Um, Anyway, we poured hours of time and energy and money into it. And for me, it just didn't feel right for lots of reasons. It didn't attract the right customer for me. The ones, you know, like for me, the ones that become mates and they stick around for decades and they're such like a great energy fit and personality fit. Uh, And it also just didn't feel like a good use of my precious time here on earth. It was an excellent reminder that for me, the best advertising for my business is my mailing list and my word like my mailing list and just word of mouth as well. And that experiment was probably like the start of my breaking up with social media journey, to be honest. If you go to leonidawson.com forward slash marketing, you'll find out all about that. But here's the thing. That doesn't mean Facebook advertising is something that you should chuck to the curb for your business. There are plenty of business owners who love and swear by Facebook ads. If you're a fan of social media or it's one of your main marketing tools, then keep on listening. I'm going to be telling you everything I learned from doing Facebook ads in my business. So here's some like hot tips, like right off the plate, just as with Every advertising method, Facebook ads is a science unto itself. The more you learn, the better you get at it. And you really do need to dedicate yourself to learning how it works and how you can uh, continue making them very profitable for your business. Now, here's the thing with Facebook ads. Facebook ads get old old really quickly. So when you advertise elsewhere, you can use the same image and copy for months or even years with it still converting well. Facebook ads, however, need to be refreshed and tested on an almost daily basis. Anything older than three days often doesn't convert as well. So you do need to allocate quite a bit of time to Facebook ads if you decide to pursue it. Split testing is really the name of the game in Facebook. You want to use different ads for the same thing at the same time to see what converts better. It's really useful to create a library of images that you can start using in ads to see which one converts better. You can also test if like borders convert more, consider testing the thickness of borders, colors of borders, test whether faces work better, photos of your item, or just go wildly creative with the image. It's really about what draws the eye and the eye of your target market. And you want to really like take some time to brainstorm as many titles and sales copy as you can and keep that in mind for your target audience when it comes to split testing. Facebook ads is less intuitive advertising and more about scientific advertising and testing everything.
And you also absolutely really want to make sure that you keep track of your visits and sales from Facebook. You want to create a separate sales page that is just for Facebook ads to point to so you can track exactly how many visits and sales you're getting from that page. And of course, you want to make sure you're using a Facebook pixel installed on your website. And if you're using a platform like Kajabi, it's going to be integrated with that too. And Facebook pixel is a piece of code that allows you to measure the effectiveness by tracking what people do on your website. You can also consider having a Facebook campaign manager as a contractor on a monthly or ongoing basis. A good campaign manager it will be somebody who's on the forefront of what's working in Facebook ads and what the advertising rules are because they are constantly changing. A campaign manager can also be really useful during a launch period when you're doing active promotion for something with a deadline, but they are an investment. They can cost a lot of money. So this is when it's particularly useful to track your visits and sales. And you really want to make sure that you already know that you can make money with Facebook ads before you add a Facebook ad campaign manager in there because they're not just going to automatically make people buy your product. It's only going, they're really only going to amplify the effect that you're currently having. You can also train somebody on your team to be your in-house Facebook ad campaign manager. You can kit them with educational materials, get them to stay abreast of the latest ad developments and set up a system for them to be testing ads regularly for you at least once a week. A good click-through rate, like how many people click on your ad, is also called a CTR. And so a good CTR to work towards is, you know, a minimum of 0.05%, but best to have at least 0.1% and above. And consider having ads targeted for people who've already liked your page to get them onto your mailing list as well. Because once you're on your mailing list, you can really sell, sell, sell. And people who are on your mailing list are 40 times more likely to buy from you than somebody who has just, you know, pressed like on one of your social media platforms. You can also use content from your sales page to come up with different ads. And you can also consider doing ads targeted at specific sections of your market. For example, you could write copy just for women entrepreneurs, or you could target Australian women entrepreneurs, or Queensland women entrepreneurs, whatever. And of course, track your sales page convergence. How many of your visits turn into sales so you can tell if your Facebook ads suck or if your sales page sucks. If you're getting a really huge number of visits and crap all sales, your sales page probably sucks. So you need to revise it, make it better and do split testing on it to see if you can improve the conversion rate. So for me, I was a bit afraid of Facebook ad marketing to begin with. It took me a long while to start dipping my toes into the water. I ended up reading a couple of Facebook advertising books, blog articles. I booked a one hour coaching session with an advertising specialist and I got myself educated up. And then I started trialing out, implementing, seeing what worked and what didn't. And I also had a patch where I hired a dedicated team who only dealt with Facebook ads to free up me and my assistant's time. So here's the thing with like all different kinds of marketing. You start out with knowing not much about it and then you decide to learn something. You gather some resources. You start implementing and experimenting and learning more and more about what works. And all of a sudden you're doing it and you're no longer a complete newbie anymore. Nobody is born a Facebook ads expert or any other kind of marketing expert for that matter. It is all a learned and doable skill. Now, if you want some Facebook ad 
planning worksheets. I have some over if you go to leonidawson.com forward slash biz9, B-I-Z-9, you can find them over there. So for me, currently using Facebook advertising, I don't, like I mentioned at the start, it's just not something that suits my business. And now being off social media entirely, it's not relevant for my business. But if you do decide to use Facebook advertising in your business, make sure you're using it mindfully. Endlessly scrolling through your feed is not work. It is not research. Don't let social media trap you into a false sense of of productivity. You need to use it mindfully. Keep track of your data. And of course, if you've tried Facebook ads and they aren't the right fit for you and you're kind of jack of social media, I recommend you check out my course, Marketing Without Social Media. That's leonidawson.com forward slash marketing for all the tips, tricks and tools for running a business without social media. Whatever you decide to do, I want you to know that you can create the success that you want in your life, in your business, and you can do it in a way that resonates with you and with your own beautiful spirit. I am sending you so much love and I am cheering you on. You've got this. La 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 refuse to be categorized that podcast. Oh my God. Fireworks. Other celebratory explosions. Yay! We're back. Lily Dawson refused to be categorized the first episode for 2022. Um, Today I'm going to share with you my December and January review, what I did in the last two months of taking holidays, how much I made, all that fun stuff. If you want to go see the visuals of all of this, there's going to be charts and links to all the things. LeonieDawson.com forward slash Jan 2022. So, this is this like whole like review thing. It's a tradition that I've been doing f- since April last year. Oh my God, we're heading close to a year of it. And it's where I like to kind of take you behind the scenes in my business and my life and share kind of behind the scenes numbers as well, cover like life blessings, challenges, what I've created and my goals for the next month as well. So I've really just been on a two-month holiday. It feels really weird talking to you. Like it feels like it's been forever. Like it's so good to catch up. Hi. Um, for me, I talk of December and January like as a holiday for the first time ever in my business. Really, I mean, I'm not really a, a workaholic. I only ever work about ten hours a week. I've never really taken holidays before because I really like working and it feels totally sustainable. For me, last Christmas, I decided to try taking off a month over school holidays. That was like Christmas 2020. Um, And I thought I'd take a month off as an experiment. And I had a bonzer time. I also thought I had a lot more clarity around my business from taking that time out. So I thought for this Christmas, I would take two months off and see what that was like. Spoiler alert, I loved it. (laughs) Now, if you're wondering like how I prepped my business so I could holiday for two months. So I've got two part-time assistants. It, together they work about 25 hours a week. Um, they mo- they mostly worked through December and January. Um, they usually have holidays at other times. One of them had holidays during part of it. It's totally fine because I've got the two of them. They can you know, switch tasks together, which is cool. One of them usually does the customer service emails and the other is my general VA or online business manager who does everything else. And we also had a 10-day office shutdown over Christmas with, with, with 
that both my assistants had off. Um, I Before I went on holidays, I stockpiled and really batch created blog posts and emails. So we had content to go out weekly on a schedule. And I also set like priorities for my online business manager to work on while I was away. And I tried to make them as measurable as possible. So for example, one of those priorities was like to prepare uh, 10 business success secrets series for blog posts for publishing. Um, so I had already written the content and she needed to turn it into a blog post and add a whole bunch of things into it, edit, um, update, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, we had a content schedule spreadsheet set up. If you go to leonidawson.com forward slash Jan 2022, you'd be able to see that. Um, and I just pre-wrote all of the blog posts before I went. Then my online business manager would publish and send to the mailing list each week. And we probably could have batch created it even more by having my online business manager like pre-schedule blog posts and emails. But that is definitely a level of planning achievement that will attain another time. <laughs> All right, so that's how I prep for going on holidays. In terms of how my holidays went, holidays were bloody wonderful. We ended up going on two holidays where we left the house, which is totally unheard of in our kind of homebody world. So we stayed in an old Queenslander cottage for a week in Maryborough, where my parents-in-law live. They're only about two hours from here. And we spent time with them. We went to a wildlife park. We wandered around the beautiful parks and gardens they have there. Marveled at the old historic architecture. It's like, I like to joke with Maryborough that um, you just don't really think much of it. I didn't really think much of it. I just thought it was like another like regional town in Queensland. Um, but then you go into it and you're like, oh, holy shit, this is stunning because it's this old historic town with a lot of really beautiful architecture. Um, and so my joke is always like, it is not the shithole that you think it will be. <laughs> and I say this as a born and bred Queenslander. I've got to own it, you know. Um, anyway, it was... It was just gorgeous. I love I love that that old like the the old architecture. Um it's where the author of Mary Poppins was born and they have a museum there. Um actually where she was born in the same building where she was born and you can walk into the room where she was born a hundred years ago. It was it's just bizarre um, and beautiful and um, really well done. So anyway, it was, I loved having that time in Maribara. It was also fucking god awful hot um, and the cottage didn't have any air conditioning, but we still enjoyed ourselves thoroughly. And then a month later, we went and stayed in Harpy Bay, which is about two and a half hours from here. It's close to Maribara, but on the coast. And we stayed at an Airbnb with a pool and it was only two blocks from the beach. And it was the best. The kids spent most of the day giggling in the pool. We all went swimming together as a family. We raced barefoot after ice cream trucks. We peered in rock pools. We fed a huge sea turtle. Um, we had a quintessential summer beach holiday. It made our hearts so happy. Oh, we fed, like the sea turtle was a, um, like, uh, we didn't just like go up to a wild sea turtle and force feed him or anything. <laughs> we fed lettuce to a, um, to one that had been rescued at this place. Anyway, it was really cool. It was really cool. I've never done that before. Anyway, I think I'm actually really good at holidaying. I think I could actually get addicted to this. So that's really fucking nice. 
We also had some great visitors. My wild bushman dad came to stay for a week over Christmas as usual. The girls love doing their annual build a gingerbread house with granddad tradition. We didn't really do much touristy stuff because COVID cases were skyrocketing at that time and it felt very uncertain, unsure, but it was still really good to spend time with my papa bear. And I also got to spend... I also got to spend some time with my high school best friend, Dan. We haven't seen each other since we graduated from school 21 years ago, which is just ridiculous. We've both been, I've been traipsing around Australia. He's been traipsing around the world. Dan was like a brother to me when I was a teenager and such an important part of my teen years. So it was really beautiful to see him and meet his wife and his daughter and for our families just to connect together. It was just one of those magic little moments. Uh, I feel like, you know, in terms of like, life and business updates like I feel like I have to like add in like pandemic related updates into that um, because it's different for people worldwide right so for us after largely living in a COVID free bubble here in Queensland in Australia the last two years our state government opened our state borders and we finally have what everyone else in the world has like COVID is everywhere now and they are no longer doing lockdowns to contain it or anything Um, and I'm grateful that our state was able to eliminate COVID until you know we could get vaccinations and reach like 90% of the population is now double vaccinated which is amazing and that's an enormous privilege that most of the rest of the planet didn't get to have and I still wish we could have kept that bubble because living like in a pandemic is fucking stressful (laughs) it really is Uh, over holidays i also got my booster shot which is like the third dose um it was a i was in there two hours like on the day that australian government allowed um my p like my allowed me to go back in i was there I was there because we, like Australia didn't get vaccinations um, until much later than the rest of the world. So we're just being able to get our booster shots now. Uh, my husband's just got his as well. My kids got their first vaccination as soon as Australia opened it for their age group. And my kids' school holiday was delayed by two weeks um, by the government. So they didn't return to school during the peak of the Omicron wave. So that's where we're at with that. We're all vaccinated as much as we can be and um, just hoping for the best. Really? Just hoping for the best. Right. Other things I did on holidays. You know, I fully let myself go these holidays. I let myself go. I was full sloth. No productivity, no pushing to be anything but lazy. It was a real summer holiday. I got addicted to an app called Pocket Styler, which is this like fashion styling app. And you know me, fashion is usually not my jam, but it definitely is my eldest kids. So we did it together and it was bloody fun. I also played, and I'm shit you not, I played 800 levels of another stupid game called Water Sort Puzzle. (laughs) I just had to move colors around. I don't know. I was just being a basic bitch, guys. And that's fine, because usually... I actually don't play games. I don't play games on my computer or my iPad because I just don't. 
um, because usually I'd prefer to be working if I was going to be on the computer or the iPad, you know, so, um, or doing something else. But, you know, it was a holiday, so I was like, whatever, I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> um, I also got addicted to Wordle like the rest of the planet, and I feel so fucking smug that I haven't lost one yet. My husband and my oldest kid watched the complete set of Harry Potter movies. I tried to, but they're still too scary for me. Really, I am a delicate pedal. I also watched a lot of Christmas rom-com movies, which is so funny and so cringy all at once. I read a lot of trashy books. Yay! And we did a lot of walking. Like my kids, my youngest wanted to go on her bicycle and my eldest wanted to go on her skateboard. So we just went on a lot of walks like that. And I didn't really socialize much outside of my family, but we did have a really lovely picnic at the river with my kids' friends as well. So all up, I read 34 books in December and January. Um... My favourites were One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston, which is a surreal, kind of dreamy, um, LGBTQIA plus romance. I also loved White Tears, Brown Scars by Rumi Hamad, which is a really important anti-racist education by an Australian journalist. There's a book called The School by Brandon James Murray. I did have a look. You currently can't get it in America. I don't think it's being distributed over there because it's an Australian book so far. But I loved it. It is a non-fiction book and it shares the heartbreaking and tender stories of a classroom and the kids in it by an Australian teacher. I just loved it. Uh, The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood was hot, nerdy romance. It's one of those TikTok made me buy it kind of... (laughs) kind of romances it was great the wedding date by jasmine guillory all of her romances are top notch and every time she brings out a new one i'm like fuck yeah i know it's gonna be great because jasmine's written it i also loved the charm offensive by allison Cochran. Cochran. c-o-c-h-r-u-n and that was a scrumptious gay romance i loved come home indio by jim terry which is a graphic novel memoir by a Native American cartoonist. And last one was Everything is an Emergency by Jason Adam Katzenstein, which is a graphic novel memoir by a person with OCD. So a lot of romance, a little bit of nonfiction, and a little bit of graphic novels. That is my tickety-boo. Now, if you want the links to any of those, just go to leonidawson.com forward slash jan2022, and you'll see the full list there and all the pictures from my beach holiday. So the part where you're probably waiting is how much money did I make while holidaying in December and January and just being a sloth in a pool? (laughs) So I made um, $64,500 in two months while on holidays. That's down from our usual monthly average, but still, you know, a totally rad income for someone who spent inordinate amounts of time reading trash and lolling about in a pool. (laughs) Now, in terms of where that income came from, um, all my e-courses brought in around $26,000 in Australian dollars. My goal getter planners brought in about $10,000. I have a passive income business that I don't do anything with that brought in about $20,000. 
My shares and ethical managed funds, we didn't have any increases this month. The value went down quite a bit, but that's fine and to be expected because these are long-term investments that go over time. Um, it's not always going to be a home run every single month. Uh, Investment property brought in around 4400 as an affiliate for Kajabi. If you go to tinyurl.com forward slash Leone Kajabi, uh, that's my link. I got about $4,000 from that. Kajabi is the um, platform that I use to run my whole business. Basically, uh, all of my courses are on there, all my shopping cart, and um, it's just been so valuable for me. And lastly, I have my Calm Christmas Planner on Etsy, and that brought in about $100 as well. Uh, so awesome, really. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that my business still brings in money even when I'm not working, even when I'm just being peak sloth. <laughs> now, if you're interested, I do um, do a breakdown of my e-course income breakdown as well uh, in terms of my best sellers. So marketing without social media was just managed to be my bestseller um, with with US $4,554 in sales, then 40 days to create and sell your e-course, which brought in 4.4K, work less and earn more brought in 3.3K, sales star brought in 2.7K, money manifesting in multiple streams of income brought in 2.3K, and uh, 40 Days to a Finished Book brought in 1.3K. And then my mini workshop, Behind the Scenes of a Multimillionaire's Finance, which is only seven bucks, brought in 255 bucks. So all up, pretty rad, really. Um, now, for those of, the, those of you who really like math, those numbers aren't going to count, like, aren't going to calculate to the like AUD $26,000 income, because that was in US dollars, those sales, and then they get converted to Australian, which is, uh, we get a much higher uh, like conversion rate here in Australia. So there you go. The more you know, geography, money systems, amazing. Uh, I also made some free money as well, which is always fun. So in two ways, we've got an awards, we have awards credit cards. So we do all our business and personal spending on them. And then we pay them off every week before interest is charged. Interest is only charged monthly, but I'm very risk adverse. And I just like just keeping them paid off at all times. So what an awards credit card point credit card is, is that we earn points from the spending, which then we can use to either get like free electronics or homewares, those kinds of rewards, or we can get cash back. Like they actually just give us money back into our account. So we use the cash back option. And so we got 250 bucks of free money deposited into our accounts just for using those credit cards, even though we don't pay any interest on them. I also use the free Honey app, H-O-N-E-Y, um, when buying online to get the best deals and coupon codes on purchases. I love using it just for that feature. It's fairly often that I'll find like a 10 to 20 bucks saving on an online order. And on top of that, you can get rewards on your earnings. So I earned a $40 gift card from them as well. Nice, nice. I love a bit of free money. I published I had like I had a bunch of blog posts published while I was away including how to get booked on podcasts and interviews uh, we all did our usual great annual workbook giveaway for nonprofits so if you're a nonprofit organization or you know of one that um, would like to use our workbooks with your clients feel free to contact us and um, we're happy to give them to you free of charge to use with clients uh, 
we also, my um, online business manager Zeta did a guest post for me called How to Set Goals When You Are Pandemic and Miserable and Burnt Out and I fucking loved it so much. I also did my 2021 business review and how much I earned my favorite books of 2021 and I also did my November business and life review. So if you go to leonidawson.com forward slash blog, you can catch up on all of that. And I was also interviewed on the Follow Your Curiosity podcast and 50 Shades of Gender podcast. Now, I do share a big list of all the software I use to run my business if that is something that you're into, go to leonidawson.com forward slash Jan 2022 and you'll be able to see them all there. Now, my goals for February, I think life-wise, I just want to settle back into my work routine and get my kids settled back into school, start weekly Pilates again and then have tea and cake at my favorite cafe afterwards. Um because that's really important part of the workout routine. I want to finish doing my goal get a life workbook planning for the year because I've been doing them for I think this is my 12th year. You know, I wrote them for myself really to help me set goals for every single area of my life and business and they've just been such an integral part of my year and makes a huge difference to what I get done. Um, and so you know, even though nearly 500,000 people have now used them mostly like I'm grateful that I made them just for me <laughs> like I'm super grateful that you guys love them too yay but they're they're my jam like they're they're so important to me anyway I didn't do them over um January which I usually do because I was busy being a fucking water sloth guys um and so I want to get that done because it will help me feel so much more aligned uh and I need to do a couple of like life admin things. I need to maybe start having a look at high schools for my eldest daughter and start looking at school tours. We've got to get our investment house organized and yeah, crack on really. And in terms of business, I want to do my goal, get a business workbook planning for the year, do a live round launch of a course. So I'll let you guys know about that ASAP. Um, I also want to complete another like project 10%. I've talked about these before, but where we try and improve the results in our business by 10%. Um, this one will be on Pinterest um, because it's a really useful search engine. Like I don't think Pinterest is a social media. I think it's more of a search engine um, and it can bring in quite a bit of traffic. Mostly I just want to get back into the swing of creating again and you know, decide on what I want to do next. Anyway, it is a joy to be back. Um, I think I might have to do a like entrepreneur and car talking shit episode, you know, so that we can just absolutely hash out everything um, and more. But this is just a nice way to say like, hi, I'm back. I hope you've had, you know, a great time over like this last period of time. And if you haven't, I totally get it as well. Like, fuck me. Um, but I'm glad that we get to share this journey together. And I'm glad that you're here. And thanks for being with me. All right. Big hugs. Bye.